Greetings, dear friends. Welcome to International Roundtable Crisis. Who can help us? This format of discussions is the continuation of the global international conference, Global Crisis. This already affects everyone, which was held on 21st July 2021 on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. Understanding the urgency of nowadays situation in the world, volunteers from more than 180 countries, together with scientists, researchers, representatives of business, diplomacy, and governments, united to give a comprehensive overview of the global crisis that already affects life of every person in our world, and to raise awareness about the drastic changes that awaits us in the near future. This unprecedented event was interpreted by volunteers into 72 languages. Ordinary people made that happen so that we all can know the truth. And this conference has opened our eyes to the real situation in various spheres, the technogenic and economical, environmental and climate crisis. But first of all, the crisis of consumerist format, which does not give us any solutions and leads us to the dead end. And now people from all over the world are joining hands in preparation to the next conference, Global Crisis, Time for the Truth, which will be held on 4th December 2021. Together, we will reveal more facts about the situation with environment and, cri and climate crisis and about the real only way out for humanity. This time conference will be interpreted into more languages so that truth could be heard by every person in the world in any corner. So we invite everyone to join this international team as together we can do much more. Hello, dear friends. We are all well aware that no media, no government or organization tells us, ordinary people, the whole truth. Most information about the real situation in the world is distorted or hidden from almost everyone. And it is our mission to find the truth and to speak it up. As only when we know the truth, we can together find the solution and choose the right way. This is exactly what was done by volunteers on the 24th of July. And today, in continuation of that conference, we will talk about technogenic unemployment, environmental and climate crisis. We will discuss whether we are ready for what is happening already now and what we can do to preserve life on our planet. I would like to present our dear guests. Milana Kim from Korea, currently residing in Ukraine, an actress, model, entrepreneur, representative of the Korean Association in Kiev, Ukraine. Sonal Krishnatri from India, Managing Director at Consintech Global Financial Solutions, Business Management Consultant and Counselor, as well as a social activist focused on education, health and environment. John Rosebush from the United States, Founder, Chief Executive Officer and President of the Worldwide Development Corporation. And Falit Sijaria from India, founder and president of Studiometrics and Diplomatron, educationist and social entrepreneur. Thank you, all of your guests and viewers, for being with us today. And now, let's watch a short excerpt from the conference 
global crisis, this already affects everyone. Modern civilization has entered the stage of instability and global crisis. The future has already arrived. In the field of artificial intelligence, I really understand that today we see tremendous opportunities and possibilities. We will have human level intelligence in terms of problem solving and that we could have that pretty soon. And in the consumer society we live in today, it will leave us jobless. Hello, you are fired. Every owner of some corporation will create a number of machines, fill it with artificial intelligence, so a human being will simply become out of demand in this chain. Millions of people around the world have already became climate refugees. The events are developing at a shocking speed. The force of cataclysms is growing in progression. Their frequency is increasing every day. What you can see here is in red are the amount of this particular uh, uh, characteristic of uh, the planet, you know, that is left. And we can see that in many cases we have lost more than 60, 50, 60, 70 percent of this particular ecosystem or species. We're eating our planet. Maybe it's time we realize our responsibility and solve our problems together. Because sudden large-scale natural disasters occur on the planet on a daily basis. And there are fewer and fewer safe places. Soon everyone will be hungry, barefoot, naked. Because of consumerism, we are the generation that will see it through. Either we can stand up to it or it will end with us. One hundred eighty countries on the platform of Alatra International Public Movement. It is broadcast live on thousands of YouTube and other streaming channels. Moreover, thanks to volunteers from around the world who understand the importance of this event, the conference is simultaneously translated into 72 languages. The main value in a creative society is human life, your life, the life of your children, your loved ones. Only together can we find solutions. And we all want peace and happiness. And together we can create this world. So now we have watched just some of the eye-opening facts which were revealed during the conference about the reality of the consumer format of society we live in. And that's, it's really urgent to unite and unite the whole humanity. And we would like to ask now, Ms. Melanie Kim, could you please share your impression of the conference and tell us in your opinion, how relevant is it to continue discussing these issues which were raised during the conference? 
Hello, dear friends from all over the world. Uh, my name is Milena. I have to say that I was absolutely amazed by the international conference this of uh, global crisis initiated by Alatra movement uh, because as I've been doing modeling and acting for a long time, um, I used to travel a lot through various countries of our planet, exploring different mentalities, different cultures, different landscapes, and different points of view. And what I realized that uh, not only needs our planet to be saved, but also we, uh, people on this planet, must survive as a kind, as a civilization, despite all natural disasters, destructive change in the climate, uh, the development of artificial intelligence, which causes a huge unemployment in most fields, and uh, lack of funds for living and other inevitable processes uh, that are approaching with the high speed. So what I should say that this conference made a huge impression on me and caused mixed feelings. Uh, on the one hand, it is very sad and painful to look at this uh, all this situation taking place in the world nowadays. And um, at the indifference of the authorities to global problems. But at the same time, I'm very touched and happy that more and more people are beginning to wake up and uh, see the real picture on the map and um, find out the true state of issues. Uh, therefore, uh, I would like to ex express my deep gratitude to Alatra movement for its courage, determination, active position, and uh, speaking the truth. And um, I'm honored to be invited to the roundtable and uh, be a participant in this important discussion today. Thank you. Thank you, Ms. Kim, for your feedback and for taking part in today's roundtable. Thank you for all your actions. Thanks a lot. And now a question for Ms. Krishnatri. Uh, Ms. Krishnatri, could you please share with us what touched you the most? what impressed you the most during the conference. And could you tell us please whether you feel it important for you to share all this information with those you know, with your friends, with your relatives? Yeah. Hi, Alexi. Thank you so much. Hello, everyone. And it's an honor, an honor and privilege to speak uh, my mind and my impression from Global Crisis Conference, which is need of the art. This discussion is very much required. My impression, uh, impressions are we need to put forward all the uh, layman's, all the co common men's, what they go through, what are uh, what the uh, what the points they have reflected uh, or come out from the global, uh, global crisis conference is need to talk about. And this is the time. This is the time. This is the moment where we need to discuss openly all these pointers, pointers, crisis pointers, because. Pandemic is real eye-opener, as you all know, and my heartfelt gratitude to Alatra International for giving all the speakers from around the world to speak their mind 
on these pointers which are really really important for humanity thank you so much thank you alexi and i look forward uh, to share my point of views and i i look forward to share this this uh, this these views and these points with my esteemed speakers this is uh, this is really an honor and privilege uh, to be a part of such a gracious round table discussion which is much required thank you alatra international and this is my privilege and honor to be a part of a such a great team so i am all i'm looking forward for a great discussion with meaningful result thank you so much thanks a lot thank you thank you so much mr mrs sono and it's really uh that's really important that we all people talking about this we are raising these questions we are creating the demand for truth and to understand what is happening in our world and now i would like to ask this question to uh fagit sijaria could you please share your impression of the conference and how important you find the issues which were raised there and what the most touched you in this event uh first of all thanks a lot to latra tv and uh, for giving me this opportunity uh Am I audible? Can you guys please confirm before I move ahead? Yeah, yeah. sure. So uh, the conference that took place, uh, in essence, was very enlightening about the points it touched. So the global uh, system that we look uh, around the global world order that's primarily based uh, around the uh, Western mindset and the worldview, which is quite consumerist. And uh, post the Cold War, we have seen that uh, that mindset has become. more and more consumerist in an uh, in a manner just to prove a point that that is better than the socialist order that was uh, pronounced with the ussr and uh, me as a student of political science and international geopolitics see that the global world order has been moving in that direction and there is a major need of course correction when we talk about consumerism it has affected major areas of uh, various important fields whether it be health whether it be uh, education Uh, whether uh, it be research and sciences, and uh, when we read the books that uh, and the curriculum that is being taught to our students, we see that more or uh, more and more students are being uh, grown in that direction, nurtured in that direction, that their uh, ideas become much more consumerist in a uh, manner that kind of fills the loop. So it's like a loop. You feed the students more consumerism, and then they uh, uh, like work in a, uh, work in a more consumerist society, and they're not able to recognize that there is an alternative. this conference per se talks about that alternative this conference puts into perspective various areas the dimensions of the current world order that are failing us continuously whether it's uh, about the un we saw what is happening in afghanistan and it's all the uh, uh, say the consumerist tendencies the advantages disadvantages the profits loss that are being calculated by various countries and uh, in front of us it is how thousands and lakhs and millions of uh, young boys and girls are just losing on their future and that's something that i found pretty interesting in the conference that it touched the right points uh, instead of focusing on the micro changes that other conferences generally do it looked on a macro picture the entire world system and focused on a kind of a course correction that is pretty pretty necessary in my uh, like uh, world view and uh, that is why i feel that the conference was very interesting and interested thank you thank you mr sejuria thank you for your valuable feedback and here yeah, definitely a lot of us can lose our lives if we don't make the right choice right now because we don't have any more time to do this later 
And uh, Mr. Rosebush, can you hear me now? Yes, I can hear you. Yeah, great. Um, could you please tell us what are your impressions of the conference? Um, are there any points you would like to share with us, to share with those you know? Which yeah, before, I, before I start, I'd like to thank the Creative Society and Altria TV to have me on. Uh, you, I was really attracted uh, to this mission because what they want to do is bring the world together to solve the problems that's facing humanity. And I, I think that's critical. The world has to come together. The Worldwide Development Corporation, which I'm CEO of, uh, has concentrated on the solutions. Uh, I think that the uh, Creative Society and Altria TV have pointed out very well the problems. When I looked at the video, which I, I went through most of it, uh, you know, I see all the catastrophes around the world, and they're speeding up, water shortages. Uh, there's just so many uh, electricity uh, shortages, oil consumption. You go through the list, and mankind is headed on a downward path. And the nice thing about the Worldwide Development Corporation is our mission is similar to your mission in the sense that what we want to do is lift up all boats around the world and create a sustainable planet. And our we've based all our stuff on physical science, where Creative TV and Altria TV, our Creative Society and Altria TV, have based most of their work on social science. In other words, to try to make it a much more fair world. We're trying to create a sustainable planet. And we're, and we're wanting to lift all boats up, which is exactly what the Creative Society is doing. So what I lo love so much about this is our organization and your organization uh, are working in tandem. Uh, but if you go through all the different things that I posted in the chat, uh, you'll notice that everything is based on the physical science to it. So I really appreciate working with the, the Creative Society and Altered TV. And I think what you're doing is uh, both both areas are extremely important if we want a healthy planet going forward. So I really appreciate being on the show. Uh, and I think I'll end with that and we'll continue on, I hope. Thank you so much, Mr. Rosbush, for your feedback about the conference. And I just would like to highlight that Creative Society Project, it's not just organization or it's just, you know, like, it's really the project for whole humanity. And as you're saying, cooperate together, it's for every person. Because without a single person in this world, we can't make it happen. That's why we need to unite all our knowledge, scientific potential, and first of all, human potential. So thank you so much for signifying these points and importance of working together for all of us. And now I just would like to move to one uh, topic which was raised during the conference. That was the massive technogenic unemployment which has already affected millions of people around the world and which very soon may become a reality for each one of us. So let's find out, let's find out more about it.
Are you sure that taking away your job in the consumer format of society will create a new one for you? They promise to teach us new professions, but which ones? If artificial intelligence learns faster and in the consumer format, everything is decided by profit and availability. The layoffs of people due to the application of artificial intelligence is already happening. The following are just a few illustrative examples from various countries. The Chinese mobile phone factory Chengying Precision Tech technology has replaced 90% of humans with robots. This increased their productivity by 250%. People have not been offered other jobs. They were just simply fired. In 2018, Spurbank of Russia, the largest financial enterprise in Central and Eastern Europe, introduced artificial intelligence and cut 70% of middle managers. Amazon claims that if some of the packers and warehouses are replaced with robots, the cost of such a robot of $1 million will pay off in just two years. Professions that require performing repetitive and predictable tasks in the field of transport, logistics, and economics are already being actively replaced by artificial intelligence all around the world. The future of logistics has come. Many links of the logistics chain are automated and already work without human intervention. Hyundai Merchant Marine Company has launched the world's largest container ship capable of transporting 480,000 tons of cargo. The main functions of the vessel are controlled by artificial intelligence. The world's largest modern ports, Shanghai, Hong Kong, Rotterdam, and Long Beach, serve hundreds of thousands of containers with virtually no human involvement. Yet, this is just a small part of the overall picture. Impressive, isn't it? Have you now thought about the fate of people who once worked at these enterprises? Modern transcontinental logistics companies, AliExpress, Amazon, UPS, Walmart, DHL, are intensively replacing human labor with robots in their warehouses. Besides moving cargo, robots are engaged in packing and sorting goods. Self-driving trucks have entered the market. Volvo and Scania companies have presented models of completely self-driving cars, which do not even provide a place for drivers. The entire economy is rapidly switching to automated management. Paying for goods, we are no longer surprised that most transactions in banks are automated. Bank of America started opening fully automated branches back in 2017. Without staff. You can get a mortgage, a car loan, or a credit card there. China Construction Bank, CCB, already has a branch in Shanghai that is run entirely by robots. It allows you to manage accounts, buy gold, and analyze real estate investments using virtual reality glasses. Banks benefit from the use of artificial intelligence, and they expect to save up to $500 billion by 2023. At a time when millions of specialists will be left unclaimed, banks' profits will rapidly grow. The robot performs the same actions as a live operator. However, it needs no break and makes no errors. Unlike other industries, banks are not burdened with expensive factories, manufacturing plants, or showrooms full of luxury cars. Their biggest expenses are people. The work of financiers, economists, accountants is also built on repetitive algorithms and right now is being automated through the Agency of Artificial Intelligence. Beeline uses the Robbie robot for accounting. 
He checks more than 90% of cash documents in 3,000 telecom stores and replaces the work of 101 accountants. Robbie is constantly developing, and today it can work even with complex documents for the installation of equipment and the commissioning of fixed assets. Already now, only one bot can work instead of an entire accounting department. It not only conducts complete accounting, but also generates reports for making management decisions. In their report, the representatives of Oxford University, Carl Frey and Michael Osborne, predict job cuts for accountants and auditors up to 94%. With the automation of financial processes, related professions, tax inspectors, controllers, auditors will also disappear. And the profession of a stock trader, which was considered very prestigious and profitable 20 years ago, has now been replaced by artificial intelligence by 40%. Robots are able to determine trends, analyze quotes simultaneously on several exchanges, and make a mathematical forecast straight away. Humans can't do that, so they are inferior to machines. Such an investment giant as Goldman Sachs, having as many as 600 traders in the 2000s to this date, keeps only two, having replaced the rest with artificial intelligence. Are you looking for a job? You will be evaluated by a heartless program. Do you hope this is a distant future? But it's already happening. Recruitment programs from Pymetrics, Hireview, Corn Ferry, and others can already analyze resumes by themselves, search for and call applicants, conduct online interviews, and screen out candidates. The number of vacancies processed by them is estimated in millions. They are being used by hundreds of companies, McDonald's, Kraft Heinz, JP Morgan Bank, PwC Consulting Company, Unilever, and Hilton. Artificial intelligence is intensively replacing human professions, and this is already the reality of today's consumer format of the society we live in. From the perspective of business, it is profitable. But what about the perspective of people? Nowadays, there is a rapid, even exponential development of technologies and artificial intelligence. On the one hand, these could definitely open great perspectives for humanity. But in the current consumer format of society, artificial intelligence is already rapidly replacing human labor in various areas. And very soon, it will replace more than 90% of professions as it was voiced at the conference. Ms. Krishna Trin, could you please share with us your opinion about threats of mass unemployment and its impact on the global economy and on the life of every person if the consumer format is preserved? Thank you, Alexei, uh, for this beautiful um, question. My point of view is like, first we need to understand the consumerist approach, right? Nothing is free, nothing is complimentary. We have to pay a price, right? There is, for common people, if you do nothing, you will get nothing. For everything, you need some sort of money, some sort of thing to buy a thing. For every need, like, general i am talking about household like washing machine like tv like everything we have to pay 
these are the luxuries but for like basic needs like food and shelter uh, like health facilities or health care everything we need to buy nothing is free you know for me concern is like how long this is a circle this is a circle this is a deadly lethal circle a snake eating itself you know in the name of automation development of process improvement we are automating things for some extent is it good but for humanity can you imagine if everything is automated where we go as i said we need to pay a price we need job we need some source of income right for a common man or or any uh, one around the globe or around the planet we need something to buy or to sustain is in this consumerist society right so we need we need to think we need some people few people like to come forward and make this uh, this um, this uh, creative society happen and take things in their hand and think about humanity as a whole irrespective of any country irrespective of their Uh, place or where where they are staying where where they belong to which path they are following we need to think about humanity for and the impact on a common people can you imagine if if i am not having a job my husband is not having a job how can i uh, provide food education or basic health care for my child how you know because nothing is complementary we need to fix resources as well as few necessity necessary facilities for complementary like we we need to think for human race as a whole we we can't sustain with this consumerist consumerist approach for long and you i have read somewhere you know i guess in some four magazine or somewhere i have read that ibm ibm has about to develop or they are developing one software which can redundant um, i guess 90 to 90% lawyers job around the globe how because the accuracy the software is providing is 96% and what we as a human we are giving is 80% so i can you imagine the scene when 90 to 99% uh, lawyers will become jobless and uh, pandemic is real eye opener for each one of us the uh, how people lost their job how families suffer why because the pros was consumerist we have to pay for everything to sustain in this society is this is justified i just want to know we human planet has lot of resources like right which are free like oxygen we can breathe water we can use but why is this a development we are not able to use basic facilities for free for complement like like health facilities we have seen in pandemic people those who are rich they afforded best hospitals and they survived in many countries you know and people those who are not uh, with that strong financial background they suffered you know they lost their near and dear ones and it hurts now this is the time to think humanity as a whole other than 
country, city, or any race wise, you know, where we are heading, where we are heading, where we are heading. And this is the circle, you know, it's not like each and every point raised in global crisis conference is related to the other one, you know, whether it's overpopulation, whether it is artificial intelligence or uh, alternative energy consumption or anything, any other point, like each and every uh, human's life is valuable. Each and every point is related to the other one. This is a cycle. We need to think about the whole cycle. We can't, in the name of development, we can't, you know, we can't lose uh, lives like this. We can't uh, make, uh, we can't uh, sit silently and see humanity suffer, you know. This, at least um, I'm really, really thankful to uh, creative society for this wonderful platform at least we common people or we from uh, each and every country around uh, uh, irrelevant where we belong to we come up and speak up our mind so we can connect with each other that we have a same mindset down the line we share same feeling as a human the impact of unemployment is really really deadly you know it is devastating if we are not having job with this uh, consumerist uh, setup how we will survive can you imagine if i need a glass of water i have to pay if i don't have job how can i pay and how can i bring water because nothing is free right uh, so we need to think uh, we need uh, this is not development for an extent, this is a development, I, I agree, but later, can you see the bigger picture? And during pandemic, can you have you seen the pandemic hit businesses, jobs, how people lost their lives and they are like shattered. The people who were on top positions, they are doing nothing, sitting frustrated. And uh, for um, unemployment, with unemployment, it comes, you know, a lot of things, a lot of things, Alexi, it's not one, you know. Family behind, mental health, physical health, financial health, and few, uh, our prodigy's future, like our kids' future. How can I provide a good education? Because education, I have to pay. If I have money, then I can send him anywhere, you know. If I don't have money, so my child doesn't have right to uh, take education or he doesn't have right to be lit, uh, educated. Is that justified? Or, so we need to understand this. We somewhere we need to pull, uh, put full stop on con this consumeristic approach. You know, we need to think if few uh, few facilities we need to provide on the basic level to everyone. Each and every one on this planet Earth deserve few things. Like this unequal distribution in the name of the development is not justified. You, if you'll automate everything and you make people unemployment, is that justified? If I'm unemployed, unemployed, or if I don't have job, can I can I able to attend this roundtable conference without internet? Because internet is also paid, Alexi. Small, small things. You know, each and everything is like uh, we have to buy nothing for free. You know, few basic things like shelter, food, medical facilities, uh, they need to be distributed or they need, at least for a common people, it should be irrelevant irre in which country, from which city, where they belong to. It need to be like they need uh, these complementary facilities should be there for each and every 
रेसिडेंट ऑफ दिस प्लैनेट अर्थ दिस इज दिस इज माई व्यूज ऑन हाउ इन द नेम ऑफ डेवलपमेंट इन द नेम ऑफ यू नो दैट वी आर रीचिंग समवेयर आर प्लैनेट इज लाइक फुल्ली ऑटोमेटेड वे विल गो हु यूज यू नो वी मेड मशीन फॉर आर हेल्प और मशीन विल वर्क फॉर ह्यूमन और ह्यूमन विल वर्क फॉर मशीन यू नो my concern is this in future who will do what you know we we made man, uh, machines to our help we uh, we don't made machine uh, that in future i'll work for machine you know or i'll lose my job you know i want help from machine to certain extent everything is justified but job loss uh, you know uh, it, it is really really painful for each one of us it is this is the you know this is the much needed time for open discussion for this topic and other topics which have come across during global crisis there seriously there is a need there is really a need to talk about that and people should come up and share their views and start doing something and i am really thankful to alatra international and uh, creative society ki they are thinking that way to save humanity we have to think about oneness you know because uh, because if if i am jobless uh, in the name of development do i deserve this as a human being alexi do i deserve this i also deserve being a a resident of planet earth i also deserve to be to have a healthy and safe life for me and my family so we need to think about uh, something uh, uh, as a humanity as a whole we can in the name of um, uh, development or or in process improvisation or in the name of developing or automating each and every thing which we are doing in daily life is really really the future is really you know we are in the brink of uh, the collapse of socio economical scene and somehow we have seen uh, this thing during pandemic also and um, this is uh, these are my views and this is my heartfelt views as a resident of planet earth you know what i feel as a mother as a wife or as an human being which i need these things i i need to survive on planet earth i don't in any kind of economy like capitalist or consumerist it is good initially it is good it is good for the people who are having lot of money in abundance but what about the people what about the underprivileged people those, those who are not having so they don't deserve are they don't they are also human certain facilities they they deserve by birth we deserve certain things which are require which are my requirement as a human being those things those facilities or those things should be free these are my point of views and i read somewhere i don't know to i read one article that long long in 1964 two laureates nobel laureates they they have you know they have seen the future and they they have put forward a report that in coming 50 years for us they have put forward that uh, that us will be in the verge of collapse of um, the socio economical format uh, but what i feel is, what i think that it is not for us they have seen that time a greater the wider picture it is for whole world now we are sailing in the same boat you know 
इट्स नॉट लाइक कि आई एम हियर इन इंडिया समवेयर इन सम अदर कंट्री बॉटम लाइन द प्रॉब्लम वी नीड द कार्पेट आर सेम being as a human being so for me uh, this is the right time this is the right time we need to wake up this is the this pandemic is a wake up call we need to wake up and think about uh, human race uh, that human race not not only my people of my country not only for people i know my friends uh, my friends and family but for human race whole human race that oneness that be uh, just like uh, uh, it is like if i need certain things certain facilities as a human being i should understand the other person on the other side of the globe need the same thing so this oneness this idea of creative society is really really required and uh, i what i feel this the all the points all the points which have come across or which reflected during global crisis conference are interrelated to one another whether it's unemployment overpopulation automation each and everything is like interrelated so now yeah, we need to think very seriously you know miss all this really true yeah. that all the yeah. points and all the topics which were really voiced in the conference they are interrelated and when yeah. we start talking it's really we see that only one question of unemployment but it touches yeah. all spheres of our life and it touches yeah. life of every person thank you so yeah. much for giving thank your you. impression on that topic and your feedback because it's really important to understand the relationships of all the spheres in our life thank you so much and now i'd like just to ask the next question to uh Felicia Jaria could you please share with us that nowadays when we talk about situation in the world uh there are also international organizations such as the united nations who declared that they help people that they act for good of society fight global warming and so on there are various reports being written uh summits being held but as we see the situation in the world is not getting any better so when we watch the information which was voiced at the conference global crisis we understand that situation is critical and could you please share your opinion as humanity realizing the seriousness of the situation can we rely on any organization or anyone else will they save the people's life at the most critical situation uh sorry apologies uh actually there was a slight network issue at my end so i got disconnected but i'm back here yeah uh so can you just repeat the last line of the question i couldn't hear it Yes, could you please share your opinion understanding the seriousness of situation in the world? Can we people rely on some organizations and wait that someone will save our life in most critical situation? Yeah, sure. So, uh my particular view is uh if we need to look the entire case very uh, systematically. We saw in that video that the clear profit loss analysis was that we are saving huge bucks of money say 500 million 500 billion dollars in comparison for the jobs that are being lost now the point that needs to be taken care of and looked very closely is that it's who's uh, who is earning the money and who is losing the job the entire amount of money that is being earned is basically by the companies uh, by say jeff bezos of amazon or the owners of google or uh, the owners of different companies Whereas the ones who are losing the job are the poor people, are the common man who do not uh, own any say in the power structures of the world. 
Now, when we talk about depending on any particular organization to take care of the interests of the society, we need to understand the power dynamics at work here. Who pays? Who donates to make these organizations work? It's in the end these very people who are earning, and these people who basically pay to uh, keep these organizations running are the ones who have a say in the agenda that is being set. And in that entire and at the same time illogical for us to depend on these very organizations that are being nurtured by these nexus of the consumerist uh, uh, elements or say the organizations the companies are benefiting from the consumerist mind to basically protect the rights of the people and in that sense we see how the agenda is being set um, at all the global organizations whether it's the united nations or the world trade organization or the world economic forum we see uh, uh, conferences taking place not about the harms of artificial intelligence rather about how to uh, do better research or how to more uh, uh, innovative research and how to advance ai how to cut more jobs through ai and that's how the global agenda is being set in the consumerism uh, um, it's it's not the organizations who are talking about jobs being lost it is uh, the global networks of people who are concerned it is small groups like alatra tv which are uh, talking about these issues which are concerning the general people and it's not a, the global organizations uh, that are seen as the protectors of the rights of us all that are talking about uh, these issues and in that sense i feel it would be very very unfair for us to say second when we talk about not just that like if you if you look at the world economic forum they host uh, every year these economic uh, forums and all where the top businessmen and uh, entrepreneurs from across the world come whether we look at magazine like forbes and all whom are they catering to they are catering to the same audience which are basically cutting jobs which are basically looking for their own profits each bug that they can earn by cutting a job they would do that and don't uh, and they won't think twice and uh, that the feel is how the corporate is run that is being taught to people that is being taught in uh, say economics that it's it's okay to cut jobs it's okay to uh, uh, be like at the loss uh, that humans be at a loss for the benefits of others because that's how society is meant to be because that's how the society is structured we've seen year after year we have seen uh, books after books how our entire curriculums have been made to tell us how uh, socialism is a uh, say an evil that needs to be fought apart and in in that essence i feel that the entire structure needs to be looked at now again if we again again since i'm a, a student of geopolitics i'll just take this very uh, uh, pertinent example that is in front of our eyes that is afghanistan and when you look at it what is the reason why the united states suddenly withdrew because they they didn't see any other profit that is coming out of it why they invested because it is because they saw profit by defeating the soviets in the 1980s and why they withdrew now is because they didn't feel any profit now why they interfered in 2001 was because they felt that there was loss that was happening to them because of the regime over there nothing absolutely nothing and absolutely no decision of theirs or any other country has been determined by the profit and loss and the well-being of the people and this tendency needs to be fought back and for that we need to realize that these organizations Uh, on which we all are currently depending and thinking that they are the know all and do all and the ones who would protect us are not the ones who are going to do it we the people need to come together on our own we the people need to recognize the strength that we hold among ourselves and in that essence make collectives such as uh, as i see alatra tv has been uh, 
doing some wonderful work and, uh, and i've been associated from uh, to it for past few time uh, that these kind of the works this awareness that is being set how the young generation when it would become policy makers realize that the real strength of the human society lies in humans itself and uh, uh, not in automation you are cutting jobs obviously you are earning money you are basically saving a lot of bucks but for whom the point is that is it for that one individual who is in the top of the supply chain who is in the top of the pyramid who has the most income in the world whom are you saving the money for whom are you saving the 500 millions who already has billions and billions of dollars who is basically just keeping them where, where would all that money go where there are hundreds and millions and billions of people who sleep hungry every day well there are others who have billions in their bank accounts we need to introspect over the structures that we are living in nowadays that's that's what i believe and in that essence we cannot depend on any particular organization because organizations again are made up of humans they are funded by humans who basically would obviously have funds and how are funds generated they are generated in a consumerist mindset and in that entire ecosystem i don't feel that any organization can be trusted about to look after our interests rather what the interests they would be looking after are the ones of those who are funding them the ones who actually have the money the ones who are paying the bills and who would they be the ones who are benefiting from the consumerist system and uh, that's that's my opinion on uh, all of the entire circumstance and uh, the question that was being raised thanks a lot and apologies you, for Mr. getting distracted in between Uh, that's fine that's fine thank you mr sidria for uh, for your answer uh, for your beautiful answer uh, i have to admit uh, i agree that only we people are those who can change the real situation in the world we cannot rely on any organizations because we just simply do not see any results of their activity any real results which can be tangible for for us for common people uh, and um, uh, also um, i'm happy to say that Uh, today uh, a large international public movement movement of people of good will just common people ordinary people worldwide it is more global than any of global organizations nowadays uh, because it unites so many people worldwide and the point for understanding is that you can imagine uh, conferences of a large international public movement are translated to much more to many more languages than any summit any international meeting any any event of global organizations and the reason for that is because volunteers of a large international public movement they do really want to share the truth with everyone worldwide thank you thank you for your answer uh, mr sigeria and Now I have a question to Mr. Rosebush. Uh, Mr. Rosebush, you know that in the consumer format of our society, we are trying to earn more, to acquire more goods, to boost our economy. But at this time, natural resources they are being exhausted, and ecosystems are being destroyed. We are basically killing our planet. Uh, in your opinion, how close today are we to the point of no return? And what do you think? Can our planet stand anymore? Well, uh, thank you for the question. Uh, I think we're at the precipice of uh, of humanity's survival, 
if we look around the world, we see the disasters. Those are uh, climate crises, climate change crises. But in reality, uh, overconsumption of resources is going to destroy our planet. Believe it or not, way back in the Roman days, they they uh, failed because of uh, ran out of resources. Even the Mayan temple. This time, it's on a planetary scale. Uh, the new energy invention that the Worldwide Development Corporation has created, which I'm just going to throw one little plug in here. Uh, if you go to www.wdcpower.com, uh, you'll be able to learn all about the Worldwide Development Corporation. But we believe that this will be the only way we can power our planet. It doesn't consume resources. It's 24-7 energy. It doesn't depend on the weather like wind and solar. It's 5% of the cost of wind and solar, which means it's 5% of the resources. Uh, if we do this, and, and we actually implement this around the world, uh, we believe that we could power the planet theoretically forever. That's a big deal. Right now, the biggest issue we have is how do we power our planet long term? Right now, we, uh, you know, wind and solar, they've brought out batteries. They brought out all kinds of uh, a cogeneration. Now they're talking about hydrogen. So the only possible way we could power our planet, I think, is through this new energy invention. Uh, it just so happens that we introduced it. The next thing that uh, I'd like to talk about is you talked about the U.N., and not being able to help. The UN is the only body on earth that represents almost all the countries. It's a very large body and it represents 7.8 billion people today and 10 billion people by the year 2050. It's not working today, but we must make either that a body work or something similar to that body work if we're going to create a sustainable planet. And all the stuff that you talk about on the social aspect, if we don't have a sustainable planet, then it's all a moot point. Who cares? So we need to have a sustainable planet. We, we've got to be able to power this planet. The next thing is we need to preserve oil. Oil uh, it makes plastics. Plastics is no good in food. But imagine a world without plastics. You can't. Imagine a world with 10 billion people without plastics. A explain to me how that could be. What would we make everything out of? Wood, tin, steel? It'd be impossible. And we can never maintain 10 billion people without it. Not only do we need to continue, start to begin to preserve our oil, and that's what this new energy invention does, besides electricity, because we can power transportation fuels for 25 cents a gallon equivalent. Not only do we need to stop using oil, we need to start preserving the oil, which means recycling all petroleum products around the world. Recycle centers everywhere around the world. That's the responsible way. You know, today we have a consumption Fossil fuel consumption throwaway society. You're right about, uh, about that. We need to turn it into a alternative energy, recyclable, sustainable society. Now, you talked about uh, employment, you know, with AI. If we're going to convert our planet from today's fossil fuel consumption throwaway society to an alternative energy, recyclable, sustainable society, it's going to take full employment around the world for the next 20 years. So employment over the next 20 years is not going to be an issue. But what happens 20 years from now? That's the big issue with AI. We're never going to be able to stop technology ever, ever, ever. So what we need to be able to do is maybe we go to a 30-hour work week. Maybe we go to a 20-hour work week. Maybe we go less than that. And, and then what do we do? We concentrate on our families. We concentrate on the health of the world. 
There's things that we can do that to, to create a better world, a better, better, fair and balanced world. I don't believe there should be any billionaires, period. I, I don't know if I believe in a moneyless society, but I surely don't believe in the inequities that we see around the world today. So, you know, my goal is to lift up the bottom bolts, not just in India, which we see even the two talking from India. You know, it's like desperation they're talking about with the poor and the middle class. That's because it is over there. 1.4 billion people almost are about ready to overtake China, and they have major issues when it comes to the poor. But so does Africa. So does South America. These things are going on around the world. The other thing that this new energy invention solves is climate change, or at least it don't solve it, but it surely helps because what it does is it generates all energy on the planet sooner or later without consuming resources. So no more carbon going into the atmosphere. We can even solve things like refill the Aral Sea, supply fresh water to India and around the world where there's water shortages, 10 bodies of water, major bodies, like the Aral Sea, the largest freshwater body in the world, has dried up. 10 other majors. Iran now just has, has a large body of water that's dried up. So there's things that we can do. The creative society, the idea of it is to bring people together from around the world. I'm attempting to do that through the United Nations. Right now, I'm failing so far. Uh, all they care about is politics. But that has to change. We have to have a body. And all Treaty TV and the creative society is from the bottom up. And United Nations is from top down. Maybe the two can meet in the middle. There is no set answers on anything. All I know is that we need to come together. And if all Treaty TV and Creative Society merge people upward and the United Nations finally gets it from the disasters that's going on in the world to go top down, maybe that we can meet in the middle and create a healthy, sustainable planet. We're never going to have a moneyless society completely. It's just not going to happen. No matter what we talk about, that's the idealistic world. The other world that's going on is this capitalist world, which is not working neither. Somewhere in between, we're going to have to come together for the benefit and well-being of humanity. And I don't know where that where that is, but it surely is way far away from where we are today. And it's much closer to the creative society. Now, I don't know how we get there and, and, and who's going to help us get there. But I do know the Worldwide Development Corporation has the answers. And it's the only company that has the answers right now to, to where we're going. And I do think that if we don't change and change rapidly, that we're at a precipice. We're not going to be able to save this planet regardless what technologies we have. And so I've come on these different programs to talk about this new energy invention. I've never asked anybody for a penny. Fits right in with the creative society. And I'm still not. What I'm attempting to do is bring the leaders of the world together through the world through the United Nations to accept this challenge that I posted on your on your uh, chat room, and if they do, then we'll pass that challenge. And then what we can do is we can begin to change the world, and hopefully the Creative Society, Altria TV, the Worldwide Development Corporation, and even crazy enough the United Nations, because there is some people that do think like I do that the world has completely gone chaos and that uh, this the monetary systems are broken around the world. The United States is 30-some trillion in debt. Europe's the same way. China's broke. Uh, and, and so money, there's no such thing as budgets. They just talk about them. Uh, we've blown all the budgets around the world. Uh, money is becoming monopoly money. 
And so we need to set our priorities, not based on what the budgets are today, because that's insane, but based on the well-being of humanity. And I, I love the idea of what Creative Society and Altria TV is doing. We're all trying to get to the same same place, which is what? A, a healthy world where our children and everybody else on the planet has hope. And I always like to say, this new energy invention makes anything possible anywhere on the planet. And I, I do thank you for your time, and I'll continue listening to the other panelists. And thank you for again very, very much for having me on. Thank you so much, Mr. Rosewich. Thank you for uh, sharing your views and really uh, picking up points, you know, like while listening, coming, understanding that whatever sphere we're taking, again, if we're having technology, but we are not changing the way our society is structured now, it's again not going not gonna to work. So that's, as you said, it's need to start bottom to top from every person because we all are standing on the verge of global drastic change. And if every person will not participate in it, that no one knows where we will happen. So thank you so much for sharing it. And thank you for your will to unite. Thank you so much. And I would like to say, as you already mentioned, yes, we have the alarming situation with technogenic, economic, and environmental crisis. But in the conference as well, it was revealed that the much bigger problem is in front of us and we can't deal with it and that's the climate crisis uh, can i input one more thing yeah please i very much enjoy being on this panel with all these young people from around the world i, I think what you're doing is uh, just tremendous and it's so wonderful that young people are involved in this around the world and i very much appreciate everything that they have to say thank you so much so i just would like to say that um information which was revealed on the conference we understand that there is much bigger problem and that's the climate crisis so now let's find out more about that summer of 2021 fires floods hurricanes and abnormal heat waves what is happening to the planet? You are used to hearing that global warming on the planet is due to human activity. The truth is, the problem is much more global than that, and it is rapidly gaining momentum, and there is nothing we can do to control it. The reasons for what is happening are within the planet, which has entered a period of global cataclysms. Nucleus. In 1998, a drastic shift of the planet's core was recorded. After that, the GRACE satellites and instruments on the Earth's surface detected an abnormal expansion of the planet at the equator, as well as heating from the inside. 
Because of the displacement of the core, it is unbalanced. With its vibrations, it creates shock waves, which are manifested on the surface of the planet by increased earthquakes and cracks on the Earth's surface. Through these cracks, a large volume of water escapes into the bowels of the planet. Molten magma rushes to the surface and heats this water. The water evaporates and escapes into the atmosphere. These enormous masses of water fall down in the form of sudden torrential rains. As the planet expanded, new continental rifts began to form. The number of volcanic eruptions increased. Significant tsunamis, including catastrophic ones, tornadoes, tropical storms, and hurricanes became more frequent. Floods and wildfires have become part of the daily news. Since 2015, the situation has become even worse. And today, the deformation of the planet continues to escalate enormously. Earthquakes. Earthquakes with magnitudes greater than 8.5 have increased dramatically over the past 20 years. Since 2003, synchronization of seismic noise began which means that the Earth is preparing for a mega earthquake. According to scientists, it will occur in the Japanese archipelago and will have a magnitude of more than 10, which is 32 times stronger than the 2011 Tohoku earthquake of magnitude 9. Entire countries could disappear from the face of the Earth at any moment. Volcanoes. Since the beginning of the 20th century, the number of powerful volcanic eruptions has doubled as a result of growing internal energy of the planet. There has also been a steady increase in the strength of eruptions and the amount of ash and lava that has been released. Today, about 600 million people live near active volcanoes, capable of destroying entire cities at any moment. And every day, the probability of these events is only increasing. Glaciers. Greenland and Antarctic glaciers are losing three times more mass than 30 years ago. We are told that global warming is the cause. We are not told that the glaciers are melting from the bottom up because of the intense release of heat from the Earth's interior. For example, Antarctica is only melting on the west side where there is a huge magma chamber. Greenland's glaciers are shrinking for a similar reason. Obviously, man has no influence on what is happening. World Ocean In 2019, the temperature of the world's oceans rose 0.075 degrees Celsius above average. This may not seem much, but in fact, the numbers are catastrophic. The energy for such heating is equivalent to the explosion of three and a half billion atomic bombs dropped on Hiroshima. And this energy came from the very bowels of the earth. Melting of the sea ice and expansion of the warming water has caused the sea level to rise by almost 15 centimeters in the last 30 years. And this is just the beginning. There has also been an increase in the number and power of storms, as well as a significant acceleration of currents. Hurricanes, tornadoes. 
The year of 2020 broke all records for the frequency of hurricanes and tropical cyclones on the planet for all time. Because of increasing humidity and rising temperatures, the intensity and number of tornadoes has increased. They have become more frequent where they used to be rare. Since the 1950s, the number of tornadoes in Europe has increased tenfold and continues to grow. Destroyed, Josie. <laughs> Temperature anomalies and records. According to the data prepared for the IPCC report on climate change, over the past 140 years, the average temperature on the planet has risen by one degree Celsius and by three degrees Celsius in the Arctic. And we can already see the catastrophic consequences right outside the window. The period since 2000 has accounted for 19 of the 20 hottest years on the planet in the history of meteorological observations. Floods. Floods are one of the most common natural disasters that are also growing in strength. 60 years ago, only eight major floods were recorded per year. However, in 2020, this number increased by 25 times and totaled 201 cases. Moreover, they began to occur synchronously, affecting several countries at once. According to the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA, the number of floods in the U.S. has increased by approximately 100% over the past 30 years. Between 1998 and 2017, floods affected more than 2 billion people worldwide. There's so many people dead! facts and information given in the video are really horrifying. But even seeing such shots of real disasters that are happening today, we often do not realize that this is already a reality for millions of people, millions of families around the world. And tomorrow, it will affect us too. Miss Kim, bearing in mind all those threatening growing climate catastrophes, What's your view of a common future in case we preserve the existing consumerist format? To be honest, uh, I all, I've always thought that all cataclysms and natural disasters are caused by only by our human intervention in the form of greenhouse gas and methane emissions. But after the conference, I learned that industry and uh, human intervention uh, cannot disrupt uh, the atmosphere in a global way, in such a global way, and, and cause global warming and such destructions as floods, fires, volcanic eruptions, mud flows and earthquakes, uh, hail and lightning, tornadoes and storms. Uh, what was absolutely new for me 
personally is that uh, to know that what affects the growth of uh, these cataclysms and anomalies in the climate is the shift of the core inside our planet, which leads to the deformation of its shape and uh, as a consequence, uh, the disruption of natural processes in the bowels of the earth. So, uh, because of this deformation in various parts of our planet, we can see huge cracks and faults in the earth, uh, more frequent uh, water in the oceans goes down in the bowels and uh, magma erupted to the surface uh, causes intense uh, evaporation and uh, uplift into the atmosphere. So the increase in in air temperature leads to the increase of number of storms, lightning and rains uh, through all corners uh, on the planet, which speaks about their uh, synchronicity. Uh, I also want to know that um, the melting of uh, glaciers doesn't occur from above, as we used to think, and uh, how the governments of our countries and the United Nations um, are lying to us. But uh, from below, due to the shift of the core and the deformation of the planet, uh, water goes down, warming and droughts with fires are observed around the world. Uh, which take away many human lives and entails worldwide migration. So, uh, in other words, uh, what we should know from now on is that the global warming is not being explained by industrial uh, and technological influence only, but uh, it's the whole long-term process starting from the core shift in the bowels of the planet and uh, through all the changes in climate and atmosphere, it will lead to the lack of harvest, poverty, uh, migration, uh, fighting for survival and crimes, uh, losing our homes, jobs, lives, and uh, the complete destruction of our planet as a final outcome. And uh, the government are aware of all the situation going on, but uh, don't want to put people in panic or just not open up it because uh, all, all the consumer system will fade into the background. Uh, but we have a right to know what's going on in real. Uh, it seems to us that now we have nothing to lose, but a moment may come when we might lose everything. So this is my personal opinion about all this climate crisis. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for sharing. Um, it's uh, really well listening to your feedback about their situation with climate, coming and understanding how important for us to understand the real reasons for that. And while listening uh, came also like we're trying to protect our consumer system uh, instead of understanding how to protect life of every person. So here is a big question to all people in the world. So what are our real goal and what are our real values? And it really depends on each one of us. So thank you so much for commenting on that and for bringing this insight. And I just like to say that really that dramatic large-scale climate changes that already affects most of countries. And there are billions of people 
who still hope that uh, someone will come and will save their life, will inform and so on, but we see that uh, it's not happening in our current situation. And um, I have such a question to uh, Mr. Roisbush. Could you please share, in your opinion, can any single country or community overcome all the coming cataclysms, or do we need to unite to be able to cope with all these challenges? It's a tough question. Uh, as, far, as far as I think, uh, we're going to have to come together, and it's going to take everybody on the planet. Uh, the changes that are required are huge. It's a complete shift from what we're doing today. Uh, I disagree with humans not helping cause climate change. Uh, I, I think the, the person that uh, worked on that talked about there's a, there's a volcano in, 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 in the Antarctic that has caused it on the western side of Antarctic. But we also know that the carbon is entering into the oceans that we're producing. It's causing uh, acidic problems in the oceans and destroying our corals, which is destroying our marine life. But it's also putting a dark cloud on the, on the snow covers, on the glaciers and south and north poles, which then when you get dark, what it does is it, it helps bring in the sun rays. So uh, we are definitely contributing to climate change. Uh, I, we don't know what degree the earth is doing it and we're doing it, but we, we both are contributing a great deal. So reducing the carbon footprint is going to assist us regardless. And uh, I, I, I sure want to not take a chance that it doesn't. The next thing is we need fossil fuels to keep them. So, so doing what we're doing is, is critical. You know, can we change? I don't know. Uh, right now the world is hesitant and, uh, uh, you, you, you know, it's crazy. They had the Paris agreement and then, you know, they say they're going to do things and then only maybe 20% of it gets done. So the, the Altria TV is correct that, that they're not following through with, with their obligations. And our lives depend on it because, truthfully, we'll destroy ourselves if, if we continue down this path. Uh, I don't expect us, the world to make it another 50, 60 years on this path if we don't change. It's that dramatic. And All Tree TV knows that. So does the Creative Society. And believe it or not, so does the United Nations and some of the leaders around the world. They're all well aware of it. It's just a matter of greed Again, going back to the creative society, greed and capitalism is getting in the way. And I'm hoping that that changes as the catastrophes get worse. It's terrible that we have to have catastrophes to change their minds. But that's what it looks like. We'll see how it goes this year in November uh, in in Scotland. I I, I sure hope minds are changed a little bit and that we start to... uh, increase our responses to what's going on around the world because it's awful and it's just going to get worse, uh, much worse. And, you know, it's kind of like you fill a glass up with ice and when the ice gets half melted, boy, the second half of the melting of the ice goes very quick. And I believe that's where we're at. And uh, I, I so much appreciate your, you again, allowing me to talk. Uh, uh, the Creative Society, All Tree TV, all these young people, uh, you guys can see the danger we're in. And uh, the Worldwide Development Corporation is just waiting on the UN to accept the challenge. And uh, I, I would give it to the world for free because we don't care about money. Uh, believe it or not, our motives is the well-being of the world. But the problem is if I do, they'll exploit it like they do everything else. So the idea is that 
I, I hold them accountable. And that's what that UN challenge does. It mainly holds the top leaders, which you guys have no confidence in. I don't have much, but it, uh, this, this agreement would hold them accountable. And it would allow uh, wealthier countries to pay for royalties for this energy generated through this and give it to poorer countries. And India is would be considered a poorer country. It wouldn't be as, as poor as Africa and South America, but it still would receive royalties. So not asking for money, putting on a challenge that most people think is a miracle, you would think they would accept it. It's a no-brainer. But believe it or not, there's a lot of hesitancy within, within the acceptance of it. It doesn't make any sense to me whatsoever. But these catastrophes that happened in the United States recently may prompt them a little more. We're going to find out. And uh, I, I uh, all of y'all are correct, though. I mean, we're in trouble. So um, let's let, let, let's continue doing uh, getting on these programs, talking to people, talking to your friends, bringing them into the Creative Society and Altria TV because that's the bottom up approach. Bring people in. Don't just get on here and act like this is a big deal. It's not. Bringing in a hundred people apiece. And then letting them bring in 100 people and letting you, them bring in 100 people. Now you have something. And now, you, now you'll be able to put pressure on people from up above and, and your governments. And without that, this even the Creative Society and Altria TV, if, if that's all we're going to do is sit and listen to it, and that's it, then it's just another popular program around the world. But if all of us work and we keep bringing in people into it, at least the idea, even if they only agree with 70% of it, who cares? It, 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 it's the approach forward. If they agree with 100%, good. If they agree with 50%, good. Because their whole thing is bring people together to help solve the problems of humanity's future. Now, that's something worth doing. And it don't make no difference what the ideology is. That's a wonderful thing, trying to help save the world. And... So we all need to work together and uh, just keep bringing people in, keep talking about it, keep these roundtables going, have another conference uh, from the bottom up. And, and, and don't be so crazy about your ideology. Preach it, but accept everybody, not just people that believe 100%. If you believe 50% of it, the main thing is, do they believe in helping save the world? Do they believe that the people can change the world? And if that's the case, then the Creative Society and Altria TV is doing the right thing. And because uh, I only believe in 50, 60 percent of what you guys preach. But I'm, I, I feel like I'm right in tune with you. So it isn't 100 percent ideology. It, it, it's uh, care about people, care about your kids, care about the future, bring people together to make a movement. And that movement is exactly what you guys preach Maybe not exactly how, but it's a healthy world, a world where our kids and grandkids have a future and everybody has hope and we come together and care about every individual on the planet. And that is the core of what you guys are doing. And I agree with that. So I I thank you for letting me comment on this. Thank you, Mr. Rosebush, for your sincere words. Thanks a lot. Thank you for what you do. Thank you for developing technologies which we may require quite soon and thank you so much for your social work and your social position uh, 
please let me remind to everyone that Creative Society project, uh, this is a project of volunteers worldwide. And this project is open to everyone, to every person of goodwill. And the idea of this project um, is to unite everyone around the globe. Without any single person, any solution won't work. We need everyone to be united. Mr. Rosebush, you mentioned that we require a shift. Yeah. And it becomes obvious to everyone nowadays that the shift is required. But a lot of people still do not understand of what kind this shift should be. Uh, we're lucky that millions of people worldwide now understand that this shift should be the shift from the consumerist form of our society where we do not value people at all, to creative format of society, where human life is the highest value. Life of every, every single human is the highest value for the whole society and for each of us. So, well, one, one thing you can do, and you can change your platform, is to create mock debates among experts. And, and I love these young people that came here, but they're not experts with, with, with the physical side to it. And then you need to create mock debates with social experts around the world uh, and, 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 and broadcast them in a way where there really is debate. Because right now you put experts on or you put people talking about things, but you don't have mock debates. And what I mean by that is, uh, you know, just like the technologies, uh, ha have mock debates with, with, with really experts. So you have to go out and, and get the experts to come on. And let them debate on air in front of people so people can make up their own minds. The same thing with social. So I would, I would not only create the roundtable, I would then create a, a, another platform because you need to keep this going uh, for mock debates. Because right now, uh, I, I put out a, an offer to mock debate people like James Hansen, the most famous climate expert in the world, uh, in front of a, a large audience. And they are not accepting it. I don't know what they're afraid of, but, you know, I'm willing to debate any expert in the world. So we, you, you need to do that. And if I'm included, good. If I'm not, that's okay, too. But what you need to do is put some people out there where where excites people and, and people have an understanding. You know, these guys say they want an understanding of it. Well, that's the only way you're going to get that is to have truly mock debates and put people on the spot and have them talk about things. Have them talk about intermittent energy, what the problems is with it. Have both sides. And, and, and talk about the reality of how much energy, intermittent energy produces and the problems it causes around the world versus a dam. And then, and then talk about coal. Talk, talk about all the different energy sources that we have today and debate them and talk about them. And the same holds true for the social science. What is a moneyless society? You could say you want that, but what does that mean? And, and, and how do we pay people because they are, uh, reward people because they work hard and, re and don't reward people because they don't work hard? What's, do we need a baseline income and then advanced income? Well, that goes back to income. How do we buy goods? We, everybody just can't go to the store and get any, everything. It wouldn't work. So how, how do we exchange goods? This goes back to caveman days. How do we do things that are equitable, that are fair? Does everybody have the same amount of money? 
on a baseline. So that way people can go to the grocery store. I know that collecting money and keeping track of it causes more, more consumerism, but we talk about the employment problems. So that would help with the employment problems. I'm not saying good or bad. I'm just, you know, these things need to be debated out in public. If if you're going to promote the creative society and, and should we start to pay people through the government, but that becomes socialism. So how do we do these things? All these things would have to be worked out anyway. Wouldn't it be nice for the people to get to hear these things on All Tree TV and the Creative Society and actually know that, oh, we got a problem here. This is a solution. We got a problem here. That would be so helpful. And it would bring people together. I think that people are not joining right now. If they actually uh, got to hear all the different things, if they agree or disagree, and and all trade TV shouldn't be afraid of that, should not be afraid of that. It should embrace it. If you want to change the world in reality, not just talk about it, that you should be embracing these things, especially that. And uh, I think I I think your other people that are that put together these round tapes would be excited about that and your technicians and everybody else. And uh, we do, we do embrace, we do embrace these things. And uh, thank you so much for the suggestion. It is very, very valuable. And, you know, at this point, I'm happy to say uh, that we do hold such round tables uh, for specific uh, areas of uh, human life. We do hold conferences, uh, we have uh, different ver- various projects in uh, uh, physics, in uh, climate, in uh, psychology, and many other areas. So uh, just this program, which we just this roundtable, is uh, based on the conference which was held on the twenty fourth of July. But there are so many other discussions which can be found on YouTube channels, on Facebook, on thousands of media platforms worldwide and on alatraunites.com website. What I suggest to those people who are watching us right now, but they do not know uh, the scope of what's going on, and they do not know uh, what a large international public movement and the Creative Society project is all about, please visit alatraunites.com website, where it is clearly explained, and then we can continue our discussions. You can join... Uh, a lot of directions which we currently have and we can have many many more the more people we have the more we'll be able to do so the only thing just be active just join join the movement join the movement of people of goodwill Uh, and that's it so thanks a lot mr rosbush we will definitely do and you are very welcome to join any of our discussions because these are our discussions and when i say our I mean yours as well. So uh, that is. I will will do more research on it and I will uh, join some of your groups and and hopefully contribute something. So thank you. Thank you. And now we have a question to Mr. Sigiria. Mr. Sigiria, can you hear us now? Are you here with us? Uh, Yes, I can hear you. I can hear you. Oh, great. Great. Mr. Sigiria, we see that all people in the world need to unite to overcome challenges, any challenges we have, local or global challenges, we need to unite. Only only united we are able to overcome them. In your opinion, 
what are important conditions for the unification of all people, literally all people worldwide, how can we reach it in the shortest period of time? So, first of all, when, uh, I would like to acknowledge the fact, as Mr. Rosebush also said, that uh, I'm really glad to be on this panel, specifically with uh, great experts, who are uh, not experts and like basically those who have a lot of experience in their respective fields and who have been enlightening us all throughout the conference. I indeed am pretty young to speak on uh, all those issues. My age is just 18. Uh, but anyway, I'll try to things that I have. So what I feel when we talk about uniting people, one very important aspect about uniting people is to have a common goal, a common identity. When we uh, look at how our nations have been built, how modern nation states came into being, it is on the basis of a common identity, common link. So either your common link can be on the basis of your shared history, your shared heritage, uh, how you have come together, or your linkage or unification can be on the basis of your common goal. That is the future. So either it can be on the basis of your past, that is your ethnicity uh, from where you have originated and uh, like your, uh, your birth and everything. So either that is a form of kind of linkage that you have or what you view your future. And when we talk about how uh, uh, like bringing the world together and unifying in the current state with the divisions that are in front of us in forms of uh, the national boundaries, the various interest groups, the only thing that I see possible is uh, that of a shared future, shared future of the uh, entire humanity. And by basically focusing on that and showing the world the uh, mishaps, the problems that are taking place in the current system, uh, the problems that are there, the future, uh, how catastrophic it is, what in which direction we are moving, we'd be able to unify people. And in that sense, the most important part is of awareness of making people believe that there is something better out ahead and that requires change and then to incentivize that change. So first, we need to make people aware about the possibilities that lie ahead in terms of the current direction that we are going in and the direction that we can go, to be honest. So what I'm saying about is that when we look across the world, the world uh, currently has been divided up various places. Some people are divided on the basis of religion. Some people have been divided on the basis of uh, nationalities and various other uh, reasons as well. Right now, uh, even interpretations of religions, even interpretation of various things, we are being divided. So in, in that essence, when we uh, look at it, it's very important to unify people on the basis of the shared thread of humanity. And by basically focusing on that thread, and there have been various philosophers, various theor uh, theocrats, various statesmen who have tried to attempt the same. Even uh, a lot of the religions that we see in the current world originated from the desire of uh, creating and unifying humanity into one thread. And in that essence, I feel uh, that unification is possible by making the world realize this, uh, realize the dangers that it faces currently. And at the same time, the changes that can be brought in in the course the course correction that can take place to uh, a more sustainable future as we can see it. Obviously, we saw in the video how a lot of changes or the problems that are taking place come from uh, inside the earth, from the bowels of the earth. But the point is, 
who is to face these problems it is humanity it is uh, uh, the human race across the world who is to face these problems now who uh, on whom lies the responsibility to uh, come out of these problems and find solutions to the same is also the human race so when we see it all in collection then we are able to uh, see that a unified future is dependent on each other it's not that any one of us or uh, any individual or any community can live in uh, total isolation from others the acts of one affect each one of if there is one if there are a thousand or uh, uh, say a million trees being cut in one part of the world what uh, is being affected is the oxygen supply of the entire earth if uh, there is a glacier melting somewhere what is affected is the rise in the sea uh, level of across the world and these are not things that are restricted whose conclusions whose impacts are restricted to a particular region these are things whose impact travel across the globe and if not now then in say a one year or a two year gap you would see the impact on our community and that entire aspect of a collective responsibility on humanity is what we need to realize and in that manner i guess if we look uh, uh, in that perspective we able to unify the basic human race and the world would be unified in that sense i hope uh, that i answered the question sufficiently thank thank you so much and uh, it's really so important that uh, whole humanity is united and as you mentioned that we need to find what unites all of us and that's precisely what the participants of our international public movement have been doing for more than 10 years and continuing to do as of now is to find out so what is our common goal as humanity what is that world which we all want to live in and after such research and after communication with people from more than 180 countries with millions of people came the eight foundations of the creator society which is the basis on which we can build a world where every person feels comfortable and live prosperously and now we have this eight foundations we have stages for implementation and coming the next question so we just need to act to implement that but often here comes the question so how what should we do and we would like to ask uh, ms sanal could you please share in your understanding what simple steps can each one of us every person take right now irrespective of where we're staying what language do we speak and what conditions we live in what steps can we take that understanding that we can build a better world we can build greater society will reach every person thank you thank you anya for such beautiful question actually actually my answer is like we have to think what i think for myself i have to think for rest of the resident of the globe what are my problems i should if i am seeking some solution for myself this is a chain reaction you know if i think better for myself then i am creating a ripple in my surrounding in my society in my country then in my surrounding neighboring countries then in whole globe you know it's a chain reaction or it's a ripple if we throw a stone if you if we start doing good things for this planet or see i am not talking about any moneyless or uh, moneyless society i am talking about sustainable society for human race if i start some if i start planting a tree it will uh, if i make it a ritual it a small deed 
if if i start with this small thing if my, if my friend will also follow this then my friends family communities country the neighboring countries then whole globe so i my uh, idea of uh, solution is what i think what is well being for me my family i should think in that way if it will be good for my family myself then it should be 100% uh, beneficial for rest of the community my country and my globe you know my whole globe so so these are the small steps i cannot change the whole world in uh, in a go you know i can start with myself you know myself first then my friends then my family then community society country and my globally all over my planet so my idea is like just start uh, just start doing good things uh, but with greater vision of human race you know if if you are thinking something to start it's like it's not uh, be confined to myself my family or me my country it should be like i should think about uh, oneness or about fellow humans around the globe the goodness if i feel this is good for myself i should not be confined to be myself i should think for whole human race this is the idea of creative society that uh, we all are same we are problems are same we are suffering on same levels you know somewhere beneath the carpet the problems are same it's not about india it's not about any particular country it's about it's about human it's about our race because we are same you know we breathe we breathe, we all need oxygen right we all need oxygen we all need water it's not like if i am sitting this part of the globe i don't need water i need something else no i i also need water you also need water wherever you are on this planet earth so our necessities are same so if we think about solution it should be think globally it should be like we should start uh, if you start if we will take one step start wherever you are just unite people what creative society this is the idea of creative society if uh, like minded people come forward and start doing things for humanity uh, just uh, to the betterment of the humanity and to the better world you know so just wherever you are just start uh, doing things with keeping wider picture of betterment of world in your mind and start with yourself first then think about uh, your society country and the globe just just start with yourself everything starts from within you know so just start whatever the measures you are taking whatever you are thinking in your mind just first first think about yourself and see the impact on whole humanity it's not like maybe i am i'll start something good or something bad bad in after uh, few years down the line it will affect humanity who knows who has started this uh, who who thought this development and this this um, automation and this uh, you know so called development will affect humanity in such a way but we are suffering we have started suffering you know we are seeing the impact you know what you whether it's usage of plastic whether it's overpopulation whether it's automation everything has 
impact or because if it will turn in exaggeration if it is exaggerated it is not at all beneficial for humanity we need to pull put to that full stop and start solutions wherever you are just unite like minded people as uh, rosebush sir said ki we should start sharing our thoughts the debates and uh, and i am all uh, grateful and thankful to alat international they are coming forward globally people are coming forward from every nook and corner and i have listened their thought here on alatra tv and i can relate to them if they are thinking something better i am safe that i, I am at peace that somebody somewhere is thinking for me because they have started something good because they have started something good keeping that picture in mind that they are they are doing for whole humanity it's not for me my country my society it's for Uh, it's for uh, like oneness the one human race we belong to to each and every resident on this planet earth so uh, thank you so much this is the my idea for solution if whatever you are starting just start wherever you are with good things but keep uh, that wider picture in your mind uh, that we are human we need a sustainable planet where we take this development to some other planet or where we need to stay in this planet only so we need that sustainable society and that sustainable system so for 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 solutions just talk to people around you uh, come forward and just start wherever you are if it is good for you and it, uh, if it is good for you your family i'm sure it is 100% good for your friends family community and country just keep Uh, keep it in your mind if if uh, you are doing something whether it is going to affect our human race in a positive way or negative way in 5 year 10 years 20 years 25 years down the line so please wherever you are just start with uh, just think what solution you are taking just discuss with like minded people and start start for this planet for our human race because this is now necessity you know this is necessity to uh, to think about the strata where we belong to the culture we belong to the language we belong to and i think this is the idea of creative society and i am very big fan of this because i am a human i am looking safe and sustainable society for my kid my family and my friends thank you so much alakshmi for this wonderful question which i thoroughly want to share with each and everyone around the globe you know just think about some positive happy good changes for planet for human race which can benefit each one of us so thank you so much alexi thanks a lot thank thank you thank you miss uh, krishnatri i i agree that the re- recipe for the global change is quite simple uh, we should just uh, act personally every of us should act and these actions they are pretty simple um in order for us to take these simple actions he or she needs to be informed and know about such possibility to make the global change together uh informing is the first and fundamental stage for global unification and for building the creative society uh i have a question to miss kim uh could you please tell us in your opinion what steps can everyone take today so that all people on our planet know about such a unique chance to finally build a society where everyone lives happily and where life of every human 
is the highest value for the whole society? Uh, thanks for the question. Uh, you know, I have a lot of friends and relatives in different countries, and uh, when I recently heard from them the breaking news about horrific fires in Greece, Turkey, unexpected storm and floods in in New York City, Belgium, and Germany, uh, the increase of uh, volcanic eruption in Japan, I get so heartbroken and frustrated by knowing that they were in high risk and were about to lose their lives, um, or homes at least. It made me feel helpless, but once I found out about Creative Society and its eight fundamentals for planet and humans uh, for humans' sake, I gained faith and hope that we can save our civilizations uh, as humanity by informing each other about the reality of global threat, uh, uniting our efforts and um, sharing our professional skills, directing the, the high technological pro progress and uh, scientific discoveries towards preserving and preventing disasters to our humanity and all living beings. Uh, most, most of the times I hear from people who uh, don't believe or who are too lazy to believe the truth and the real threat to our life in the future and they're just focused on their own individual problems and the consumer format of living but i want to say those people um, i know that it's really difficult and uncomfortable to open the eyes and believe in the information that differs from mass media broadcasting but uh, it's finally time to turn on your own brain and try to stop this fake informational war and uh, dig deeper than that, start thinking differently and take responsibility of what we do now. Uh, we came here not only to buy things, have a family or money for living, but also to save all that and prolong our and our next generation's lives and try to protect them from the end, uh, from the end of this planet. So, Let's not waste time and start being active in this direction. And uh, let's change our mindsets, mindset against the climate change. Because together we can. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ms. Kim. It's really that it's so important in nowadays with all these problems which people face around the world that they know that we really have a way out and we really can build a better world. And I'm really grateful to all our speakers today. Thank you so much for your participation, for your contribution, for sharing experience, views, and ideas, and for being an active participant in the Creative Society project, because this is something which we do all together. And many thanks to our viewers. Thank you for being with us today. And we would like to remind you that today's roundtable is held in continuation of the conference, Global Crisis, this already affects everyone. If you have not watched it yet, we suggest you to do so as your future, our future, future of our children, the pants of choice of everyone. And as we see, there is no more time to wait for someone or rely on someone. And as we see from today's, con uh, as we see from today's discussion, that organizations, structures, it's just the way we used to solve things in our world. 
but they are no more able to cope with these challenges which we're facing. So it's really time for us as humanity to understand what are real values for us and how we can really unite and build a better world. And we people, we live on this planet. We are responsible for it. No one but us can make this change. While to make global change, we need global unification. And we all want to live good life. We all want to have a bright future for our children. And now we can just join hands and build such world which we can feel proud of. Thank you so much. At this particular moment, millions of people worldwide are participating in preparations for the new conference, Global Crisis, Time for the Truth, which will take place on December the 4th, 2021. This time, the topic of environmental and climate crisis, as well as the consequences of the consumer format of society, will be even more deeply revealed. This is, there is a unique opportunity, not just to view the new conference, but also to take part in its organization. Can you just imagine that the previous conference was simultaneously translated, interpreted into 72 languages? 72, that's simply unbelievable. But you know what? On December the 4th, there will be even more languages. If you luckily speak any rare language, you are more than welcome to join a huge international friendly team of simultaneous interpreters. It's time for the truth to sound in all languages. People of goodwill from more than 180 countries are doing their best to invite world-famous personalities, opinion leaders, in order to draw the attention of the whole world to the environmental and climate threat, to the need for unification. And they want to make information about the possibility to build the creative society available to everyone in the shortest time possible. We need to inform literally everyone, the whole world, our friends, relatives, and colleagues. We need to make sure that every person knows that we still have the way out. Thus, everyone's actions are now highly important. If you are a specialist, a scientist who is ready to tell people the truth about the current environmental situation and climate change, or just a person who cares, please write to the following email, info at alatraunites.com to participate in the international roundtables dedicated to the conference. And if you haven't joined the Creative Society project yet, let's watch together a short video on how easy you can join. See you at the next International Roundtable.